Hello, welcome to the Proskauer Brief, Hot Topics on Labor and Employment Law. I'm Harris Mufson, and I'm here today with Ariel Kobetz. And on today's episode, we are going to discuss recent enforcement guidance by the New York City Commission on Human Rights regarding employers' policies on grooming and appearance. Ariel, on February 19, 2019, the New York City Commission on Human Rights issued new enforcement guidance on appearance and grooming policies that employers may uh, adopt. Can you tell us a bit more about this guidance? Absolutely, Harris. The city's new enforcement guidance strictly prohibits appearance or grooming policies that restrict natural hair or hairstyles closely associated with black people because according to the city commission, such prohibitions are often rooted in white standards of appearance and perpetuate racist stereotypes that black hairstyles are unprofessional. In what may have been a direct response to some federal court's reluctance to recognize hairstyle discrimination, New York City has become the first in the country to formalize this interpretation in official guidance. So based on the guidance, employers may not enact policies that force black employees to straighten, relax, or otherwise manipulate their hair to conform to employer expectations. This would constitute direct evidence of disparate treatment based on race or some other relevant protected class under the New York City human rights law. Examples of violations may include policies that ban or restrict naturally curly hair, dreadlocks, braids, cornrows, and other hairstyles. The guidance provides some other helpful examples of policies or practices that would constitute discrimination, including telling a black employee with locks that they cannot be in a customer-facing role unless they change their hairstyle, refusing to hire a black applicant with cornrows because her hairstyle does not fit the, quote, image that the employer is trying to project for its sales representatives, or mandating that black employees hide their hair or hairstyle with a hat or visor. So does the guidance only address protection for black employees, or is it broader than, than that? It's actually more broad than that. The commission makes clear in its guidance that the New York City human rights law protects the rights of all New Yorkers to maintain natural hair or hairstyles that are closely associated with their racial, ethnic, or cultural identities. So while the guidance does specifically detail protections for black employees, it also cites as unlawful any grooming or appearance policies that generally target communities of color, religious minorities, or other communities that are protected under applicable law. Examples of such policies could include a Sikh job applicant who's turned down for religiously maintaining uncut hair kept underneath his turban, an Orthodox Jewish employee who's ordered to shave his beard and cut his peyote or side locks in order to keep his job. Another example would be a 60-year-old employee with gray hair who's told to color their hair or lose their job. Or similarly, a male server who is ordered to cut his ponytail while similar grooming policies are not imposed on female servers. Let's just use that male server example for a moment. So let's say that a company, a, a restaurant owner, adopts certain grooming policies because they would comply or require to comply with certain health ordinances. H how is that impacted here? Well, so the guidance emphasizes that employers may not ban, limit, or otherwise restrict natural hair or hairstyles under the guise of speculative health or safety concerns. Generally speaking, the commission's viewpoint is that an employee's hair texture or hairstyle has no bearing on their ability to perform the essential functions of a job. So practically, when an employer does have a legitimate health or safety concern, it should consider whether there are alternative ways to address the concern without imposing a ban on employees' hairstyles. This could include, for example, requiring the use of hair ties, hair nets, or other head coverings. 
And the guidance also makes clear that employers cannot ban or limit such hairstyles in order to promote a certain corporate image or because of customer preference. So employers who have these concerns should also consider other alternative ways to address those concerns. So what should employers be doing now to ensure that they're complying with these new guidelines that were issued by the City Commission? Employers in New York City should review their current grooming and or appearance policies to ensure compliance with these guidelines. Employers should also make sure that managers or supervisors who are implementing these policies are aware of and are trained on this guidance, particularly those who interview job applicants. The trouble is often not with the policy itself, but with how it's implemented by supervisors and managers on a regular basis. So Ariel, thank you for briefing us on those recent developments, and thank you for all of our listeners for joining us on the Proskauer Brief today. Stay tuned for more insights on the latest hot topics in labor and employment law, and be sure to follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play.